Hello and welcome back to Let's Talk About It. Today we have Quincy here with us. Hello! And we're going to be talking about fast fashion. So we're going to start with some uh, questions that I have for you. Awesome. Yeah, All right. Okay. So my first question is how can you find trendy or just cute clothing uh sustainably um so obviously i feel like the the thing that we uh like um maybe 13 and older uh consider trendy is brandy melville and urban outfitters but obviously those places are not super sustainable um i know that old navy is very sustainable but i'm not sure how they're doing on the trends because personally i don't really look there that much but um i would have to say probably h&m uh, it's very controversial with them because they do have a sustainable clothing line, but uh, a lot of people are just speculating that it's just because uh, they've been, like, hated on and they've gotten a lot of backlash for not having super sustainable product- products, and uh, now uh, they're trying to make them sustainable. So I'd probably have to say H&M because they do have a sustainable line, um, but that's sort of the best answer I could have. There's no one who's, like, super trendy and super sustainable. Um, so that's my best answer, I'd probably say. Okay. Um, how can I get sustainable clothing right now? Especially with, you know, everything going on. Yeah. Um, honestly, like, if you want to get sustainable clothing from, like, online stores, I know that, like, if you're a person who has Instagram, personally, I don't really like Instagram. I think it's sort of boring. But if you're a person who has Instagram... And you have permission from your parents. Um, there's a lot of little small Instagram brands who actually sell clothing that is handmade, which is super sustainable, and it can deliver to your house, so you don't have to go into an online store or anything like that. Um, obviously, there is online ordering, so like Zara, H and M, Urban Outfitters. There's always um, ordering, but right now, I would probably say your best bet for um, quote unquote sustainable clothing would be some Instagram store that you like. Okay. Does recycling or like upcycling old clothes that you have is that a good way to um, help the problem with fast fashion? Of course, uh, yeah, definitely. Because um, see, when you give away um, your clothing, so say that your uh, favorite shirt is too small, so then you give it away to the giveaway bin, to Goodwill, whatever. But if there's a way that maybe, let's say it's a button-up shirt, you can unbutton it and make it, like, a little cool sweater. Um, It's just, like, a really easy way uh, to make things more, like, have a longer life of use. So, um, yeah, there's definitely ways you can do that. There's upcycling, and there's tons of, like, tutorials on YouTube on, like, how to make old shirts um, fit again just because of the sizing of the shirt. So there's definitely a lot of ways. Um, uh, so yeah, there's a lot of things on YouTube. I've actually tried a couple. Um, I didn't, it didn't work out super well because I'm a beginner, but, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of ways to do that. For you, what would you say you want to change about the way you buy clothes or what changes have you already made? So, um, the changes that I would love, love, love to make, um, since I'm an only child, you know, I don't have like any siblings or anything. I cannot give my clothing to my siblings um and I do give it to family friends but sometimes it's just not good enough to like give to anyone and I'd honestly like to try to be like have more motivation to actually try to upcycle my clothes and thrift my clothes and the things that I've already done like 
Sure, I spend my fair share on Amazon and Urban Outfitters, um, but I actually go to a lot of thrift shops now. Um, me and uh, my friend Amalia, um, we last year I was like, hey, do you want to go thrift shopping? It's like this new thing that I like heard of um, because thrift shopping became very trendy on YouTube uh, like a, a, maybe a year ago. There was like this thing called a thrift flip and it was just super uh trendy and cool um so i feel like that drew a lot of attention to thrift stores so i probably got into it about a year ago and i'm pretty proud of that um because i go a lot with my friend amalia and it's really fun okay are there like sustainable like little shops um that you have heard of i know that there are a lot of like local canadian stores that have kind of had a bit of an upbringing in the past couple of years yeah, so if you're talking about, like, clothing and such, um, there's a lot of places, I believe, on the Danforth that have, like, they're not a big chain. So, uh, for example, Urban Outfitters and Brandy Melville, they're all over the world. But um, maybe, you know, the place called, like, Social Butterfly and a bunch of those places near, like, the place where everyone go gets lunch on the Danforth. I don't know how to speak on the Danforth, um, there's a lot of little brands there, and they are their own brand, and they're not a chain, which means they are more sustainable, um, so I feel like there's a lot of hidden gems, um, I just feel like people aren't patient enough, so they need to, like, look harder, because it's obviously harder to find better things in, uh, bigger places, so yeah. Yeah. Um, so, do you want to take a second to talk about what really is the problem, because we've talked about a lot about you know solutions and sustainable clothing but why is most clothing unsustainable so um the thing with fast fashion the reason that it's such a big problem is that inside of the world of fast fashion it fast fashion represents a variety of different problems so um let's start off where um let's say we're making a cotton pajama shirt um so we start off in the cotton uh, farm, and they use very, very toxic chemicals to make sure the cotton goes, like, faster. And those chemicals can harm the field workers and um, also the animals, like, around the field, which is not okay. And then um, when they dye the clothing, uh, it's a lot of toxic dyes, which can also affect the workers who are dyeing the clothing and also the air quality in the area. So it's a lot about their environmental stuff. And then a lot of the stuff is about sort of just fashion and fast fashion in general. Um, just like how people see it, like how that's how they think they're supposed to look like because it just looks so easy to look like that. When in reality, it's, it's difficult um, to, obviously it's difficult to be perfect, um, but like just the, the sort of impact that it has on like young teenagers and stuff is not good. Um, so there's like a variety of problems just because Giving away clothing, sales are landfills, and obviously we are going to run out of those eventually. Um, there's global warming problems with putting all this stuff in the air. Um, so yeah, there's a variety of problems, and those are a few. Hey, so do you know that any? Do you know of any brands that have really addressed this? I know you said H and M has a conscious line um, all about you know, sustainable clothing, but do you know of any other brands or are they just kind of brushing it off like it's not happening? Um, honestly, I feel like there's a lot of, like I said, fast fashion has, like, a lot of different aspects of things that are bad, sort of, like, 
we can talk about body image or we can talk about environmental stuff. And in a situation of, like, environmentally friendly stuff, honestly, the only person or no person, the only place that I know of is actually, actually doing something is H&M. But I honestly don't think they're doing it for the better of humankind. I think they're honestly doing it just because they've gotten a lot of backlash because of that. Um, but places like Zara, I don't know. Their clothing's nice. But I feel like they're sort of brushing it off. But since their clothes are cute, people still shop there. Same with, like, Brady Melville. I feel that everyone's sort of brushing it off except for H&M. But H&M's only worried about their reputation, I think. Yes. I feel like that's definitely a big thing when it comes to a lot of things. Brands just really need the money. And they're just in it for, you know, not even the greater good. Exactly. So, getting more in depth, do you want to talk a little bit about, um, like, the non-environmental aspect of the problems? Oh, yeah, of course. So, um, this is a thing with fast fashion and just fashion in general. Um, so, when we, let's take the store Brandy Melville, for example. It's become, like, super-duper popular in the last couple years. Um, so, let's say... 2016, when sort of, like, the galaxy, like, almost Lululemon sort of pants were in, and, like, the graphic t-shirts and stuff like that, when that was a thing, and, like, there was, like, these boho tank tops or whatever, and, like, the little feather earrings or the feather hair extensions, when those were all a thing, that was all that Brandy Melville was full of. And then when it was, like, the sort of disco girl style, that was all Brandy Melville was for. And then now, when it's sort of, like, the aesthetic, um... The aesthetic, uh, I don't know, soft or, I don't know, visco sort of um, aesthetic that Randy Melville is now, it, it changes so quickly. But also, with, like, body image, a lot of stores, they'll have, like, this... um, again, Randy Melville, for example, they don't have a lot of um, different um, models from different races or different backgrounds. They don't have a lot of different models with different, like, body shapes. It's just always, you know, skinny and stuff like that. And so I feel like if brands were more inclusive and they actually showed the clothing on a realistic uh, model, then that would probably bring the brand more confidence because the people who would shop there would have confidence in what they were wearing. Definitely. I definitely think it's a big problem, especially with Brandy Melville, because I'm pretty sure they only sell one size, which has been yeah. very problematic. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It's just like, it used to be one size fits all, and then they changed it to one size fits most, which is uh, still not right and outdated, so I don't really know what they're doing there. Yeah. So, how does this, how, what is the process of things going from um I know you talked about this a bit but from trends and how they just how that's uh kind of what creates fast fashion um yeah so the 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 fast in fast fashion is about trends so let's talk about like fidget spinners slime squishy squishies oh my god why can't I speak squishies so when all those things were a thing in like maybe 2015, I don't know when those were a thing, but those came and went for a while. And then TikTok is it it came and it's 
still here for longer than I honestly thought it would be here. Um, but TikTok, TikTok is not going to be cool anymore in a couple of months or a couple of years. So I feel like since trends go by so quickly, the trend in clothing goes by so quickly, and that's how it builds up so much waste. Whereas in Old Navy, they sort of stay with the same uh, 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 aesthetic, sort of. Like, they sort of have the same... Um, they, they're they very branded, and they have the Navy stuff, and, like, the same with the Gap and stuff like that. They all have sort of the same style, and people like that. And that's why it's not um, super-duper uh not great for the environment because they stay with one thing and they do a couple new collections a year so when our parents were like younger they would do maybe one or two collections a year at stores and now um uh stores have over 100 collections a year which is just absolutely crazy so it's just how the speed goes with making clothing and stuff yeah so what would you say you would imagine or just what you think the future would look like if we decided to you know fix fast fashion and mainly you know just try and uh, solve the problem honestly if people if people actually did that it would one be amazing but um let's talk about if i'm the owner of zara and a lot of people are like let's say making protests and stuff about how my brand is not uh maybe inclusive or my brand isn't um, environmentally friendly then I would obviously want to change that. So I would make um, my, I would try to make my audience larger by bringing in a, lor- a larger selection of different, um, different varieties of models and stuff like that. I would try to sell my clothing for cheaper and I would try to come out with um, at least, maybe at least, I don't know, 10 collections a year instead of over a hundred because it's just, it's too much clothing. And Honestly, just make smaller amounts of the clothing, make smaller amounts of the t-shirt, um, just because, like, if we don't buy it, if someone doesn't like it, and it's just not cool, and no one likes it, then you have all these spare t-shirts, and you're just gonna throw them out. So, that's what I would do if I own Zara, but I don't. Um, but I feel like that would be what it looks like if people um, started, you know, being more aware about it. Yeah. Uh, my One of my last questions for you is, what advice would you give to someone who isn't ready to go full in, always thrifting, but still wants to contribute to solving this problem? Okay, so this is probably um, a really good question for me because I feel like I'm not definitely all in. I, I don't always have hand-me-downs and I don't always um, go thrifting. So I feel like I'm sort of in a happy medium right now. So, like try thrifting because it honestly is the coolest thing ever and spend a good significant amount of time in the store because uh sometimes to be honest stuff in thrift stores is just hideous and like you would never want to buy it but if you look for long enough you'll definitely find a couple things that you will love like forever um it just it's it's a matter of time because there isn't like very much sorted sections in thrift stores and stuff um but you can go to brady melville or urban outfitters like once in a while it's just not a thing where every time you go shopping, you're like, oh, Brandy Melville, just because um, we want to be environmentally friendly. So sort of find like an equal between your Zara and Brandy Melville shopping and your, uh, your, whatchamacallit, <laughs> and your thrift shopping. 
So just find sort of a medium place where um, you actually, you try. You try your best to look for stuff. Um, so yeah, just find a medium sort of area where you want to stay because you still want to have a slight impact, but you're not 100% ready. Hey, thank you. I think I might actually take that in cons- into consideration for myself, especially since recently I have not even thought about thrifting I've done it before but not in a very long time and I definitely think I should get back to that yeah and honestly it's fun if you bring a friend along it's it's, it is fun and it's a good like weekend activity yeah um lastly this is the last question for the second time (laughs) um do you think that there, that what, do you have a reason or just have a thought on why people, you know, I know you did a project on this and I know mm-hmm. you've talked about this before. Yeah. And why people just keep brushing it off. Honestly, I think it's a thing with just, like, if we have, like, an assembly at school about eco-team, I'll be like, oh, I'll try. And then I just get sort of burnt out. And it's just because kids nowadays and just people nowadays, since we have technology to do everything for us, we're, like, it's, we're just so lazy. Um, so, honestly, I'd just say, like, make it a passion project of yours just to try your best every day. And every day isn't going to be your best. Like, every once in a while, you will go to a, a store that you know is not friendly. But since they're closed, are way cuter than thrift stores, you're going to go there um, because it's okay and that's not necessarily a mistake, and we can ask these brands to change, to, like, send a letter to Zara and be like, dude, I really like your clothing, but um, your models are all really skinny, and that doesn't make me feel great about myself, and also your clothing isn't super environmentally friendly. So either the brands get better, or we get better, and honestly, (laughs) the easier route right now is that we get better, even though it's still hard. So just... Try your best and do something, because I feel like with children, it just doesn't get through their heads. Like, they just hear it, and it goes in one ear and, like, out the other, Um, but we need to the thoughts to get into their head. So, this is going to be a little bit morbid and sort of dark, but the way I sort of convinced myself to try better, um, to try and do better at, like, being more environmentally friendly is I almost scared myself. Like, the future could be super horrible if I don't try and like you know it's just like you could not care because it's not happening right now I didn't care about coronavirus but it's happening right now and I'm terrified so you know it's just we have to be careful and we have to think about what will happen in the future we can make decisions that will be easier for us right now but that doesn't necessarily mean that they'll be easier in the future um and it's just like society sort of made everyone think that protesting like it's good and there's one thing to say like I'm gonna try my best like you can say it but if you're actually gonna do it that's great but if you're saying it like sure you said that you're gonna try to be better but are you better no so saying things doesn't really count you just have to actually take action yeah I definitely agree it's definitely um something I've heard before you know you can talk the talk but if you like really do it then that's what counts exactly because it doesn't it doesn't matter if you're not doing it yeah 